Conservatives love conservatives until they start keeping it real. And we and we keep it real. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. Our political leaders have been lying to us for years. And no matter what side of the political aisle they're on, we call them out. If it's politics, entertainment, culture, elections, and anything in between, we're talking about it. And we back it up with smarts. Coming to you straight between the ears. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. With your host, Wayne Dupree, Lee Blue Eyes Bella, and Hutch the Godfather Bailey Jr. the Democratic majority in the House and Senate, we will deliver bold progress for the people when we have President Joe Biden in the White House. Smugglers and cartels exploiting chaos at the border. What anybody who has bought anything already knows, prices for just about everything are going up. We are clearly in cities seeing a rise in crime. It's a fact. Scenes of panic and pandemonium at Kabul airports. It's a chaotic exodus. Not every American who wants to leave has left. Crisis at the border. There is a significant surge of migrants crossing illegally into the U.S. Nobody has put women and children uh, under more danger than President Biden has. Democrats can't protect us across the world. Democrats can't protect our street. And Democrats can't protect us at the border. How did President Biden get this so wrong? Because he will be an extraordinary president. Oh, my gosh. I'm not worthy. Wow. Let's go, Brandon. Yes. Wow. I told y'all I was good. I told y'all I was busy, didn't I? Didn't I? That had to cost you like $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> but I live modestly, though. So, I mean, right. you know, wow. Hope, I, hope, um, I hope everybody enjoyed that. Uh, you like that opening, you guys? Wow. Yeah, Becky, Becky says, love the intro. For those that are just popping on right now, welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. I'm your host, Wayne Dupree. And let me introduce my co host, Leah Blue Eyes Bella, uh-huh. and the Godfather. Coach, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Time to do this again. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, it honestly, I thought it was going to take me a couple of days to get that. And um, I mean, they were fast. They were they were super fast. Uh, but, you know, I uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I asked Hutch uh, to rejoin the show and uh, we all had a phone call together. But um, I had been without Hutch for a while. And, uh, you know, I mean, there were a couple of times I tried to get him back. Uh, Three years. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple times. A couple times I tried to get him back. But I couldn't get him back, but um, I'm glad to have him back. And I mm-hmm. thought that I would, for those that are just joining me right now or joining us right now, um, I had to go out over the weekend. I was thinking, I was like, you know, I want a new intro, and I got to have Hutch in it. But I don't want to take a long time to do it. So I would also like to say um, thank you for our Patreon members because you helped uh, me. Yeah, well, you helped us get that updated. So thank you. 
uh, again, your your contributions uh, that you give us on Patreon help us do this thing. And um, I'm, you know, I'm so glad that uh, m- many of you contribute. If you want to join our community, you can go to patreon.com forward slash WD show. This helps us continue to broadcast um, to you without any downtime. You know, we continue. Yeah, there's, there's no worries either, ladies and gentlemen. If you're on the fence over whether or not to become a Wayne Dupree show patron, you can quit at any time. Yes. You can adjust the amount. Yep. You can yep. cancel out all the way. Just mm-hmm. we, we ask that you try to keep it, <clears throat> excuse me, under $600 a month because the IRS, you know, they watch. Oh. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all good bank accounts. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and keep in mind, I know a lot of you ask out there, well, I just feel so helpless right now. What can I do for, for the country? Well, by helping us, we're able to get our message out and try to make a difference. Right, Wayne? So yeah. you are helping out the country by helping us out because we're here to be your voice. Yep, exactly. And as I was talking to the, the people, uh, my, I guess my production company, uh, <laughs> you know, they, I mean, and actually, I was getting frustrated because I was like, "Wait a minute, I I gave you keywords. You should, excuse me, you just come up with this thing." And he was like, "Well, I need to know about the show." So I gave him links to the show. He's like, "Ah, no wonder's in it. Just talk, just talk to me, you know." I, okay, well, I'll talk to, talk to you and everything. Um, one of the things that I said is that we are conservative leaning, but we call out both sides. He said, "You you you what?" <laughs> oh, interesting. I say, yeah, because he turns it turns out that he's a conservative too. But when I said that we call out both sides, I was like, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, look at the border. And we kind of touched on it last week. And I'm not gonna go too much into it, but mm-hmm. um, if you look at the border, Donald Trump asked for some help with the border, and they passed a couple of big ass omnibus bills, and they passed, I mean, they upped the spending budget limit and everything, but they never gave him, they gave him $5 million, um, they gave him $5 million for the border, I think. I But I think that was all they gave him the whole time that they were in office, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, and, and then after I told him a couple more things that I, we were um, against, he was like, you know what, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm saying, oh, okay, well, you know, that's what we do. So, uh, well, whatever you said didn't work because it really makes you pumped up. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure he's in the audience right now. Thank, great job, great job. Yeah. Because I mean, you can't when you believe in something. I know you got to be watching now. Yeah. I mean, that's just exactly. there's no show like this one. No, no, it's not. It's like and, potato chips. You can't just have one. Once you watch one episode, you're like, I got to go back. Go watch know, another. You know, some people, some people say. Um, is uh is the way is well why do y'all talk about um biden and his and 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 the stuff that he's doing because he's not really president okay well the thing is we talk news right okay we talk news and i know that's kind of hard for some people but there's a lot of news out there there's a lot of news out there that affects your pocketbooks, that affects your family, that affects your communities. And if you don't know these things, you're going to get left behind. I'm sorry. You're going to get left behind. Um, and to your point about Biden, it's not Biden, but the people doing this have to use Biden's face to get something done. Exactly. You know, Valerie Jarrett can't come out and say, open the border. 
She has to whisper that in, in Joe's ear. Mm-hmm. And Joe has to say it. Or they have to pretend Joe said it or something. Right. It's it's right. still a powerful office. Right. So, I mean, let's get to it. Uh, the DHS cancels the border wall contracts in Texas as the migrant, well, the border crossers uh, crisis swells. Um, that happened on Friday. That happened on late Friday, as a matter of fact. You know, in Washington, D.C., if many, many of you don't know this, they do a, a document dump at 5 o'clock. On Fridays. On Fridays. And the reason why they do a document dump is because most of the people in in, in the news and the in these newsrooms and they they've gone home. So so they don't have enough time to craft something to come together to talk about the stuff that they're dumping and within a whole lot of those dumping documents are real important news that people miss out. And I'm sure that a lot of people miss this this uh, this canceling the border wall contracts in uh, Texas. As a matter of fact, the money. Yeah. <laughs> the money part. Wait, oh yeah. boy. The um, I I was looking I was looking at this morning. Um, let me see where it is. It says uh, the agency talking about Department of Homeland Security, the agency is going to use the unspent cash that Congress allocated for the wall construction uh, to be spent on environmental projects. <laughs> Trump's money. Trump's wall money from 2018. And, I, and just a step further, they're using this canceled funding to help environmental damage that the wall made, they said. So they're actually going to use it for environmental damage the wall created? Mm-hmm. These Democrats, man, that activities include additional biological, cultural, and natural resource surveys for project areas where no data have been previously collected. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a You're paying people. That's exactly. all you're doing. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? And they will turn that around and say, it's an investment. You know what, Hutch? You yeah. said you said this last week about investment. They said scary uh, word. You said that um, they're going to make these investments, and the, the investment is just another name for taxing the American people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many times after you said that that I was listening to the news and I kept hearing Biden or somebody in that administration says, "And we've got to make investments." <laughs> It's like, a scary God. word. There it is. Remember, they're not taxing anyone over four hundred thousand. Right, exactly. Just right. let you know, the Department of Defense spokesperson also came out and said the funds would be sent overseas for military construction projects to partner nations. Isn't that just a bunch of mumbo jumbo wording to say we're going to support transgender studies in Nigeria or pay the Taliban? You know, yeah. Trump- from what we heard, Joe Biden oh, yeah. is getting ready to send money over to the Taliban. Maybe he's jealous that uh, uh, China gave them $30 million. I don't know. Wow. I don't I'm surprised know. they're not doing a prop Joe on us and making us buy back the package. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make us buy back our MRAPs and everything. Exactly. I can't believe we put ourselves in this position. This is I can't crazy. either. I, I mean, I, 
I mean, even even to even the he- I mean, look, yes, yes, Hutch, yes, to put ourselves in this position because Joe really didn't even have to be in that position in the first place. Now, I'm not saying that we should have uh, uh, voted for voted for a Democrat or whatnot. But if there were a whole lot more Republicans that had jumped on board to try to make America great mm-hmm. instead of running away from it. Because, not the voters, not the, the, the no, no, actual, no, no. talk about the politicians, right? Yeah, the people, the leader, government. The leaders, yeah. Yeah. The leaders were the one who left because yeah, they couldn't are. have their way. Right, exactly. They left because they couldn't have their way. And now they're screwing up the border. On the border, contracts to build the border wall in South Texas are being canceled. The announcement was posted this afternoon on the Department of Homeland Security's website. The contracts are for areas near Laredo and the Rio Grande Valley. DHS says the Biden administration will continue to call on Congress to abolish the remaining border wall contracts and instead use that money for other border security measures. Today, Congressman Henry Cuellar spoke about the new developments while visiting San Antonio. He said despite the contracts being canceled, some environmental planning will continue in those areas. Who cares about environmental studies? <laughs> That's all they care about now. I mean, really think about these people, man. It. Right. I agree. Yeah. Senator James Reich, I think that's how you say it, in Ohio, uh, who's on the actual Senate Foreign Relations Committee, said that this move would actually be a huge blow to national security um, and that we should not be taking away the wall funding. And Joe just seems as though national security is on the bottom of his list. Like Hutch said, climate change is number one. But if Mm -hmm. you don't have a country, how much can climate change help you, right? It just looks like Joe looks at the wall as a symbol of Trump, right? It was the symbol of the Trump era. And anything that Trump does, Joe must destroy and knock down. I really yeah, believe that's, that's the only reason he's doing it. Yeah. You could even take it a little bit further and say, yeah, it's a symbol of Trump, but it's also a symbol of us, man. Sure. It's a and symbol Joe, of America, and they and hate Joe America. Like that, right? Everything they're doing is, is everything. Every single item. I mean, they're wrecking Christmas. You know, where's where's <laughs> Poop? Where's Pete Buttigieg? Edge? He's yeah. supposed to be the Secretary of Transportation, <laughs> and these freaking ships are out in the harbor, man. Why aren't Why aren't they working twenty four seven? Right. Why aren't they putting convicts out there on the whatever they got to do? Right. Has to be done, man. These people are the. Uh, they want it to happen. That's why. Yes. No doubt. They want, a, they want a manufactured crisis so they can say, "Vote for us. We'll get you out of it." This is Trump's <laughs> fault. Somehow, it'll be Trump's fault. And Bubba and Bubba agrees with what we said. If more Republicans would have gotten uh, on board, aboard the Trump train, and 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 honestly, if you even if you didn't like his tweets, if you looked at what he wanted to do, when you get somebody in the White House, look, hey, look at how Dems do it. Just as soon as they get Barack Obama in there and as soon as they get Biden in there, they start doing stuff, whatever they can for their agenda. Yes. Rapid fire. Boom, 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 boom. Trump got in. He started doing things for the conservative agenda and people start walking away. They start running away. They start quitting on him. They start talking about him behind his back. They, they, they left his administration and, and, and then, Start writing books. 
Then they give him bad information to his face and make him believe that it was the right choice and make him go out to the public and say it when they knew damn well that it wasn't right. That's what and then they then they have fake polls that say that only 43% or 44% of Republicans want Trump to run. If I ever saw a fake poll, that was one of them. I mean, you look at the guy's rally. You said about Republicans being afraid of him and running away. They did that. Chuck Grassley did that. A lot of them did that. But I'll tell you what, at Donald Trump's rally in Iowa this weekend, Chuck Grassley's ass was there. He was up on stage waving the Trump flag. So was the governor. So were all the representatives. Uh, Don't believe that Pew poll. I'm telling you, go look and see what some of the other Pew polls were, like how they had Hillary Clinton winning. And everything oh, yeah. else. I mean, Frank Luntz said there was no doubt in his mind that Hillary Clinton would win the election. That came right from his mouth, Hutch. You know what's crazy? 2016. I'll, wait, Hutch, were we together in 2016? Yeah. Yeah. We called the election. We did, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. we did. Before we went live, I thought. That was a long show, too, boy. I, it was. And they took it off. Um, I thought that Trump had lost before we went live because the the exit polls and whatnot yeah. and everything they were showing that uh, Trump tried. Trump was losing all the way up until five o'clock, all the way up until five o'clock, <laughs> and then they took him off the internet. Right. And 801, West Virginia goes for President Trump. Trump. Yep. <laughs> Alabama goes for <laughs> Polls yep. are the yeah. easiest way to manipulate the mind. They because, were. I think people are catching on now, though. Right. And see, they and in 2016 and so on and so forth. And still, I think some of the Democrats believe the polls because polls are whatever it is that you want to believe in your heart. Uh, and all those Democrats were cheering for Hillary. So, of course, they're going to believe those polls. And we, unfortunately, didn't realize. We were lying to the pollsters. It was great. We were. That's one of the gifts we got from Trump was the polls. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes. I mean, you, you got to be. Now, there's two different kind of polls. Democrats and Republicans have internal polls that they believe. Yeah. But the other ones are, are voter suppression polls. They're, and know, I'm glad, you're right. I'm glad you brought that up because in during 2016, the insider polls for Hillary were garbage. They were down in the dumps, Hutch, and they weren't coming out and saying that. And they were trying to make her more likable. Remember, she had hot sauce in her purse, and then she started that whole pantsuit kind of like thing that she thought was going to be cool. Remember, she did all that? Well, that was because her inside voter polls were showing how low she was, and Trump's polls were actually showing high. But they all laughed at him like it was the boy calling, you know, crying wolf. They didn't believe it. They just thought he was making it up when he said, "Got you know, his people would come out and say, hey, Trump's running really high right now in PA. They would make fun of him, Hutch. And if you look, the other thing you could look at was the rallies. I mean, like I said, I went to five of them, and that was not something that was comfortable, right? There was no, there's no food, no, no refreshments. Every now and then there might be a bottle of water, but you're standing up for four or five hours. You know, right. I mean, it's not the dude's always late. You know, <laughs> I mean, he just is. That's the way, he, and that's fine. Yeah, because he's consistent with it, but. Uh, yeah, that was a five-hour ordeal, plus parking. And everyone that I went to got bigger and bigger. The last time I went, they had to use a military parking lot for the wow. people to park. Wow. And there was uh, vendors. He has a following of people. I guess they follow him. I'm not sure. But, you know, people go from 
rally to rally, but it's either that or every town has vendors. I don't know, but it, it, that was a good barometer too. Let's, um, I got a, another video about the, the border situation. Um, Talk about the border wall. Okay. What were the, the instructions after the transition of administrations when it came to the wall? So a presidential proclamation came out and uh, it was a 60 day pause that uh, publicly available. Uh, we're supposed to do an in-depth study and then come up with a plan going forward. Uh, so Border Patrol did its part, everything. Um, that was done within about two weeks. Uh, several briefings later, uh, there really had not been any decisions made. It went well beyond the 60 days. Uh, many of those projects today are just still on hold. So we're paying contractors uh, for a while. It was almost $5 million a day between DOD and DHS. To not? To work. not build the border wall. There's wait, wait, wait. $5 million a day to not build the wall? To not build a wall. Even though they have all the stuff, they have... There are stacks and stacks of border wall uh, panels. There's hundreds of miles of fiber optic cabling. Uh, there's hundreds of bo of cameras that were being installed with that. Damn. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that, I mean... I Brett Maddow's trying to be a trying to be a journalist now. <laughs> Doesn't he look no. like I mean they, they look the same, man. They, they look like they But some, uh, while everybody's had his turn, the stuff is happening down at the border and yeah. it seeps out. We hear about it, you know, but we really don't hear that much right. about it. Okay. And it's really it's really bad. It's really bad. Um that when we do hear about it, it's too late. Mm -hmm. It's too late. Thousands and thousands of people are supposed to be coming. I'm hearing on the upper scale, 500,000. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're not going to be the country. same country. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. going to have to, at some point in time, yeah. we're going to have to grow up, put our big people's pants mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. and we're going to have to start rounding. Yes. Rounding <laughs> up rounding these people up and putting them in trucks and sending them home. Yeah. And and speaking about big boy pants, I like what um, I think the airliners did last night when they were like, Hey, yeah. we're not coming in. We're not coming in. We're not going to fly the planes and your butts can sit here and wait. And I, I think, you know what? We've got the power. We're the ones with the money. Shut it all down. Right. Stop going to work. Stop spending your money. Stop buying Amazon. They want to mandate it. Then we mandate we're not doing anything. We have the power, not them. That's right. Let's do a, this. Here's another border situation. I'm I'm trying to wake all of y'all up to what's happening at the border right now because you really don't see too much of it or you really don't hear too much of it. Uh, from um, some of the websites around here or the news. Dealing with the crisis at the border, today Texas Governor Greg Abbott joined 10 other Republican governors to talk immigration policies. KPRC2's Andy Sirota joining us now. Andy, what steps is the governor calling on the president to take? Christine, good afternoon. Governor Abbott now working together with 25 other governors to develop specific actions which they say the Biden administration can take right now to end the border crisis from dedicated federal resources to eradicate human and drug trafficking to resuming the deportation of all criminals. Nine Republican governors joined Texas Governor Greg Abbott at the southern border today 
to present a 10-point proposal to end the immigration crisis, including calling up more National Guard troops to protect the southern border. The group of GOP lawmakers calling attention to the recent surge of mostly Haitian migrants camped under an international bridge in Del Rio. We know that that chaos will be repeated unless and until President Biden takes action. Abbott blames what he calls the Biden administration's open-door policy for the ongoing crisis. The group of governors also critical of the so-called practice of catch-and-release, where undocumented immigrants are released after they're caught. And that is creating a crisis not only here at the border, but health hazards across our country. What the Biden administration needs to do is stop this policy and then resource the judicial system to be able to expedite these cases. Despite a string of crises with no end in sight to the challenges of ending the border crisis, the Biden administration has vowed to make good on sweeping promises to reform U.S. immigration. Those 26 governors requested a meeting with President Biden to discuss the ongoing border crisis, but the president has not yet agreed to meet with them. Live in the newsroom, Andy Sirota, KPRC 2 News. <coughs> Let me explain wow. something about, because I mean, I showed you three videos. The last one I did on purpose, because if you look at the first one, you looked at the second one, the third one, showed you last week before Mayorkas came out and said that they were going to stop all the funding. The Republican governors, 26 Republican governors wanted to meet with Biden over the border last, last week. What, what happens after that news hit, hit the airwaves? Biden stops the money from the border. Before he meets those governors, he stopped the money for the border. Now, you know what? What could happen is that, let's say this. Let's say this, Hutch. He decides to meet with the 26 governors. After he's taken the money, he decided to meet with them and says, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and give you the money for the border. But y'all got to make it mandatory for this COVID vaccine mandate thing. And, and, you know, along with that, none of these people are mandated to do anything coming across the border. Right. And I got to tell you, I get really nervous when I see people walking across the river with their luggage on their head. Because that's not part of our, <laughs> our culture. And that's something else that I don't know if we're prepared <laughs> to deal with at this time. I can't even imagine. You know, yeah, some yeah, of these sure. countries, even the ones in our hemisphere or in the southern hemisphere, there's no winner. So the bugs like live to be more than one year old and they carry stuff that's not here because winter kills all the insects every year. Zika. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff that these children born with Zika. The children's heads are huge because of the insect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's a, here's a question for both of you. I noticed through all the videos that I'm watching, the people coming over, they're in spotless white shoes and in beautiful shirts. If I walk a mile, I'm sweaty. I'm like dirty. And I just walk a mile around my house. How are they coming the whole way from Haiti looking like Jay-Z and Beyonce? Could someone please answer me that? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Right? I mean, and the beautiful luggage, like Louis Vuitton luggage is coming over. So, I mean, I just, I really, honestly, I'm just going to say it. 
I just am going to say it. Manufactured crisis everywhere. The cargo ships, the border, COVID, something just, mm -hmm. there's no way. There's no way. This is just too much at one time. You and know, when you look into it, when you look into it, there's no, like, because I, I do this a lot. I know Wayne does too. You probably do too, Lee. I'll sit there and say, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. And the answer to why on all this is either conspiracy mm -hmm. or I don't know what else. I mean, they can't be, they, this can't be random. This has to be targeted. This has to be, there's a reason for each one of these fronts mm -hmm. that's on us right now. And it's, I mean, because if it's conspiracy, man, they're trying to take the whole country down. And that's, that's something that they've already moved toward that. I mean, just with our 355 in gas over the weekend. And touch what also scares me is you brought up a really great point, I think, on Censored TV. And if you don't watch Censored.TV, uh, get one because we're on there every Friday night at 8 p.m. But you said something last Friday, I think, and it really sat with me, was the only thing you could think of is they hate America. <laughs> Literally. That's that's and, and, you know, after you said that, I, I thought back and I thought, um, yeah, they hate America. That's Ooh. really the only you look at who can survive all this and there's only two types of people that can survive this. The very poor and the very, the very poor, cause they don't have anything anyway, so but the, the very rich cause they can absorb it. So that tells you who are they trying to target the middle class. Mm. They're trying to destroy the middle class. If you look at it, we're the only thing in between this being a communist country and not right. is the middle class. It's not the rich. They love it. They don't care. Mm -hmm. It's us. And his build back back his build back better. Sorry, but the only back I see is his when he turns around and walks away and doesn't answer a damn question. It's getting disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Right. And then people are starting to walk off the job, and it's about time. Well, it is about time. Then, but then right. you have the White House, who seems like she's blank. Well, I don't know. But then you have these poll numbers that, and and we don't really talk about poll numbers because they can be manipulated. And I, I know I keep saying it. Whole numbers can be manipulated however you want them to, period, to get the reaction right. that you want. Okay. Right. I mean, that's just the truth. However, mm -hmm. Biden's numbers, I think it was yesterday where I read something in passing that his numbers are back up. That's a whole <laughs> face lie. He yeah. hasn't done anything. He, yeah, back up to 50. So I was like, there's nothing he has done to make his poll numbers go up. No. There's no, nothing. That's crazy. There's that's nothing. that's a, that's a let's go Brandon moment. These people, <laughs> they, they really think you're stupid, folks. They yeah. really do. Mm -hmm. You got to watch more of this kind of stuff. This, this is insulting. It's insulting. Yeah. Everybody right. hates Joe Biden. Right. Even the Democrats hate Joe Democrats, Biden. That's right. Exactly. They might not want Trump, but they hate Joe Biden. Because what's so, not to hate? And so, uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad you said everybody because Jen Psaki feels that. Oh, don't even bring uh, it's. It's Americans who are to blame for Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah, right. American. Um, the, uh, the president's very tough approval ratings these days. I know you brought up like to talk about polls, and you might say that they don't mean anything, but um, it's also fair to say the White House, when there are good polls, you, you publicize them. So what do you make of these really terrible polls? Uh, are they that he's doing something wrong? Is it just the communication? Or is it he's doing the popular things that have to be done? something else. Sure. Well, look, I would say that this is a really tough time in our country. We're still battling COVID. Uh, and
and a lot of people thought we'd be through it, uh, including us. Uh, and we, because of the rise of the Delta variant, uh, because of the fact that uh, even though it was a vaccine that was approved under a Republican administration, uh, even though uh, we now have full FDA approval, and even though it's widely available across the country, we still have a quarter of the country who have, uh, less than that, 20% uh, of the country, who've decided not to get vaccinated. No question that's having an impact. Uh, and of course, as the president has said, the buck stops with him. Uh, that's far and away the biggest issue in the minds of the American people, and it's impacting a lot of issues. We've talked a little bit about the supply chain. We've talked about, uh, you know, people's safety and feeling in the workforce. And so our focus is, uh, yes, not, not exactly on, on the day-to-day -day up and downs of the polls. Our focus is on getting the pandemic under control, uh, returning to, uh, to uh, life, a version of normal, uh, so people can uh, have security and going into work and dropping their kids off and uh, knowing people will be safe. Um, and that's uh, where we think we should spend our time and energy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand sack of potatoes, press secretary. First off, she said less than 20% are unvaccinated. So you're telling me that less than 20% of unvaccinated makes 53% of people disapprove of Joe? There's 100,000 Air Force, active duty Air Force that haven't gotten vaccinated yet. And you're going to tell me only 20% of the country are nuts. Nah. His approval rating has nothing to do with the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated hated him way before the mandatory vaccines. I promise you that, baby. That has nothing to do with it. The independents <laughs> and the Democrats are now turning on him, and they don't know how to do cleanup on aisle four on this. It's a disaster. They sent Kamala over to the Space Center, which she totally blew that by acting fake. I have never seen something more uncomfortable in my life than what I saw at the Space Center. And that's telling me that internal polls that Hutch and I were talking about just a little bit ago are plummeting. And it's got nothing to do with the unvaccinated. Everybody okay. hates Carmella, too. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they, look, they, <laughs> they hated her so, so bad she had to drop out of the primary <laughs> before she got a vote. <laughs> First there wasn't even any voting yet. Two percent milk had higher ratings than Kamala Harris's poll numbers. Man, that that that, that was crazy. Um, as you as you know, uh, Donald Trump was in Iowa over the weekend, um, and like I said, man, people travel to see a show, and he gave him one. Man, he, I mean. He understands if you're going to come out, if you're going to travel to come and see him, he's going to give you something that you can take back with you. And uh, I, I think it was over two hours, I think. I, I'm not it was sure. Long. It was long. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and it was late. It was I texted Wayne, Wayne, you still watching? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I don't know. I watched I some of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah he's like, I'm working the on it. sucker didn't show. start till after nine o'clock sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Something look, like I turned it, I turned it, um, I went to his Rumble uh, channel and it was like 91,000 people watching at eight o'clock. So, uh, and you got to listen to that people. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Look, 91 at eight o'clock, 71 at 8 30. And he hadn't even <laughs> got up there yet. So, uh, but I, I mean, it was a good show. But it seems like that the Democrats are crafting a narrative already. And they're trying to scare people for another Trump run. I mean, they, they yeah, are literally trying to, they are, they, I mean, uh, 
Anything that they can make up. Hey, if he gets back in the office, he'll be able to do anything he wants to. Hey, if he gets back in the office, sure. he'll, he'll be They're able terrifying. to point anywhere. Hey, if we get back in the office, you know those people that you saw on January 6th were they're going to be all over the White House. Hey, <laughs> it, um, if he gets back in the White House, he'll COVID's never leave. Worse. Yeah. He, he'll never leave. Hey, if he gets back in the White House I, I'm not, for the election in 2024, <clears throat> they're going to have a Republican Congress, and they're going to be able to overwrite every anything and not verify any Democrats or anything. Hey, Word. It sounds so good to me. Many, it's so many they're Thing. terrified. Yeah, ex- they are. They are that. There was a guy at CBS that wrote an op-ed about this, and he said that this rally was different than all the other ones. This is the most dangerous one yet. He Are might. Serious? The, the 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 GOP representatives were in attendance at the rally, and they weren't hiding. You know, I told you Grassley was out in the front. So were all of them. You know, they think they they believe themselves. I think sometimes. Wow. <laughs> they he, they said it was the most dangerous. Yeah. Isn't and that it a was shame? Different. It was different this time. But how many killings, how many murders have there been at a Trump rally? How many, how many times did the police have to show up? But then <laughs> if you look at it, what about Antifa? What about BLM? I mean, you're seeing all the dangers everywhere else, except at a Trump rally, they stood up and saying, God bless America. Huh? You know, the next time they say something like that, we ought to, Trump ought to say, or somebody ought to say, look, man, you guys, you come to this rally, but you can't get in if you don't have a rifle. <laughs> you just imagine? have everybody have 50,000 people with rifles. yeah I'd love that because what wow. are they going to do oh nothing Don Lemon would get on TV and balls eyes out I mean there ain't scared. a cop in the world going against 50,000 armed people no um, and I think that more people need to think like that Hutch that's exactly correct it's nothing that we're doing is working Be, being the only thing that works you got to look at what and this sucks to say this but you got to look at what's successful Black Lives Matter was successful it was. Yeah. Our it was. rallies are not successful. Say again? Our rallies are not successful. They're successful for us, right. but they don't change right. anybody who's making the wor- decisions mind. They don't um, scare. No, they don't. They, they don't shake you up. No, they don't. They don't shake you up where it needs to be shook. Right. You know? Thank you, both of you, for saying this, because I've been saying I've been saying this for a while and the only reason why I've been saying it for a while is because I was trying to get a fire under people on our side. You want to be there because it's a rock star concert. But when that stuff is closed out and the lights go off, y'all just go back home. Right. You don't do anything. Right. Right. You and know, you clean like, up after yourself. Mm-hmm. I got the t-shirt. I got you guys, hat. doesn't it almost I got a feel pin, like it pin gives flag. people I'm sorry, but I feel like it gives people false hope. I feel like it actually hurts Trump. It hurts Trump more than it helps him because then everybody walks out there feeling like there's hope. Oh man, did you see that rally? It's huge. He's going to win. And it's like, wait a minute. I said that too, didn't I? I said that too. I was like, I see all those people and I know they all love Trump. I do. I, I Look, I don't have no doubt about it. They all love Trump. That's why they're there. Except for the media. And believe me, there are thousands of media there too. But And the Republican Party. And Republican Party, exactly. However, all those people are not going to vote. They want to be there to be there, but they're not going to all vote. Do you know what Democrats do at events? Register people to vote. Boom. What do do you see at, well, I don't know, because I haven't been to one in a while. Hutch, you've been to a few. 
Did you see them registering anybody to vote? Well, and I will tell you this, I had friends that went up to one just very close to me and mm -hmm. I asked her that specific question. I said, did you register to vote? And she said, actually, no. Mm -hmm. She said, I, I don't even know. I'm going to have to do that. Good. They didn't, weren't even registering people. She didn't even know how to. But I can get a text on my phone. We heard that you are no longer a Republican. Is that true? Confirm your status or we'll think you're a Democrat who voted for Joe Biden. Give us some of that $3 million, Wayne. Right. Sign the <laughs> GOP. Trying to, trying to use Democrat tactics because they are Democrats. <laughs> I don't have time for those people. I don't, man. I go to my local Republican Party headquarters here. And thank goodness for young people. But that's all that's there. You know, and I would like to see things shook up. And maybe this doesn't sound, tell me what you think of this. I think the next rally Trump should have is to find a spot in the United States that's in a conservative area that needs help. And he says, guys, put on your Trump shirts. And we're going to go out and we're going to fix the community. We're going to actually help this community. This, this community is struggling. The houses are all beat down, the mm -hmm. dilapidated. You know, the kids are hungry. Let's all go in. There's how many of you here? Oh, 45,000 of you at this fairgrounds? Come on. We're all getting into buses. We're going to yep. go in the inner city. We're going to go in the rural area, and we're going to help out this community. And we're going to save some lives today. We're going to get them their diabetic medicine. We are going to help feed the kids. We're going to fix Mr. Jones's washer and dryer tonight. I Can think we should have a, rally down in, have a rally down in Del Rio, Texas. Can you, uh, let's <laughs> have do a it. rally right Kansas on the border. America. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right? but, I mean, this is what we got to do, Hutch. I mean, to fix it, you've got to save it, right? We got to go to another level, that's for sure. I mean, we've got because, to get to another level yeah, to where yeah. the media can't cover it as nasty Hitler-like. How can you say it's nasty for Trump and his supporters to go into the inner city and help the kids? You can't. Racist. You can't. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. You cannot. You know cover no, it no, like no, that. no, no. You can to a point, to a but point. it, but it won't last if you do it in every place that Trump goes yep. because and if you do it with a diverse type of thing because when Scott Pressler mm -hmm. came here to Baltimore he had a whole lot of white people going to the black neighborhoods and clean up and and the reason why I know because I mean I didn't go but I was listening because it's crazy over there um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would listen to the report on the news and the way that, and I'm only telling you the way, and, and believe me, these people have listeners. They would say, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Republican guy came in with a whole lot of white people to save the black person again. I was like, oh. Uh, well, you know what? They can, really? they can say what they want, but I really? think. Wow. Again? I mean, that's, I mean. I think those are the most evil people in American politics are black Democrats that have power that, that, that yeah. freaking just constantly consistently year in and year out, screw their own neighborhoods, screw their own people mm -hmm. all for themselves to have a little bit of power. And you notice they never, these racist Democrats never give them that much power. Right. Mm -hmm. They gave them a car, even mm -hmm. though you're in line to be the house majority whip, we're going to pick the white guy, Stenny Hoyer. And here you can have a car, uh, Clyburn. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I think you should run on. You want to make America great again? Then come with me on my world, on my nation tour. We're going to go from Pennsylvania all the way to California and make America great. I'm Trump and you follow me in the buses and we're going to fix things. We're not going to shout. We're not going to talk about, don't even bring up the Democrats. 
we're going to go into the Democrat cities and we're going to fix them all together. Can you imagine 50,000 conservatives going into a Democrat city and helping it and not causing trouble? Because we don't cause trouble. It would be a beautiful, amazing thing. And like well, you said, they could spin it, though, and that's the problem. With Trump speaking to uh, many of the conservative uh, uh, voters, mm-hmm. Steve, now that that was on Saturday night. Steve Scalise on Sunday had a chance to speak about um, the 2020 election. I want you to see how, how he responded. Now, this is Steve Scalise, the number two to um, McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. And you know I don't like McCarthy in the first place. No, well, he lives at, he lives at, at Luntz's house. Frank Luntz yeah. is his landlord. <laughs> yeah, they rent off of each other. So, <laughs> not that anybody cares. Just want to throw that out there, you know. To all these people that want McCarthy to be the speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is um this is uh Steve Scalise. Now I voted against this commission because it was heavily stacked to be a partisan commission. Look, they don't want to spend any time investigating the origin of COVID. That, by the way, matters to the, the families of over 600,000 Americans. They don't want to hold an investigation into what happened in Afghanistan, the complete botched withdrawal that led to 13 American soldiers dying. Uh, why don't they focus on getting our economy back on track, get an FDA commissioner to get COVID under control? They want to keep revisiting well, sir. last year, the year before. Well, sir, I mean, I mean, in fairness, Republicans, Republicans, when you were in control, wanted to go over Benghazi, and that was a perfectly legitimate thing. Four Americans died. This was a, the worst attack in at least a century or more on the U.S. Capitol. Uh, let me ask you one last question in this regard. I, clearly, there were irregularities in the last election. There are irregularities in all elections. But I, I want to ask you a specific question. Do you think the 2020 election? was stolen from Donald Trump and, and in continued continuing to make that charge, not uh, having states do election reforms, but specifically making this charge that the election was stolen. Do you think that that hurts, undermines American democracy? Well, Chris, I've been very clear from the beginning. If you look at a number of states, they didn't follow their state-passed laws that govern the election for president. That is what the United States Constitution says. They don't say that the states determine what the rules are. They say the state legislatures determine the rules. But the rules. states all certified. States, they didn't follow those state legislative rules. The, the states they all didn't certified. follow those legislative rules. Right. But at the end of the day, are we going to follow what the Constitution says or not? I hope we get back to what the Constitution says. But clearly, in a number of states, they didn't follow those legislatively. So you think the election was stolen? What I said is there are states that didn't follow their legislatively set rules. That's what the United States Constitution says. And I think there are a lot of people that want us to get back to what the Constitution says we should be doing, not just with elections, with a lot of other things, too. And then there are some people that want to just ignore what the Constitution says and do their own thing. You know, that's been a debate that's been going on in this country for a long time. But do you, uh, why do don't you, we just do, get back to the Constitution? But I, I, I have that problem. I, and, and there certainly can happen. But there are people out there. There was a rally for President Trump yesterday, and a number of people said, Joe Biden's not my president. Uh, Donald Trump is my president. I guess the question is, do you think the election, uh, last time, I promise, do you think the election was stolen or not? I understand you think there were irregularities and things that need to be fixed. Do you think the election was stolen? Yeah. 
And it's not just irregular. It's states that did not follow the laws set, which the Constitution says they're supposed to follow. When you see states like Georgia cleaning up some of the mess and people calling that Jim Crow law, that's a flat-out lie. Uh, I think well, most people the, need to stand up law, against but, that sort of thing. All right. Yeah, but, but the law says, again, the, the legislature passed that law. That's what the Constitution of the United States says, and it wasn't followed in a number of states. Steve, hey, Steve, That's check crazy, this out. Isn't, it? isn't that crazy? Steve, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I got I to help Steve out. I, I wrote a long, long answer on how you should have answered that, Steve. Um, was the election stolen? Uh, yeah, it was, Chris. <laughs> it was. It was stolen. Did you miss that? Were you asleep during when that happened? You know, I mean, this whole idea that these morons can sit out there and because they have a straight face, people would believe them. If you believe Chris Wallace, I can't help you. Right. Yeah, you can't. There's no saving you from that, right? No, no. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 maybe if it was your first election and you never saw an election before, maybe. Right. But anybody who's seen more than one, that election was stolen. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I mean, watching watching him not be able to answer questions like that when it was that easy to do it, and they're all like that. And that, if it was the Democrats, he if he was the Democrat, he would have said absolutely it was, Maxine, absolutely. Maxine Waters wrote, "Oh yes, 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 it was yes," and I saw them do it, and then I, I I was there. Get in their face and beat yeah. them, beat them yeah. down. Yep, and we're gonna we're gonna start a committee on it. We're gonna start a committee one of these days. I'm I mean, Terry. Terry McAuliffe in Virginia. I know you guys caught that. He said, critical race theory, man, Trump made that up. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. they With said they used. And actually, and actually, critical race theory came after Trump left office. You notice that, right? That, I mean, I mean, the argument about it. Right, after, right. After he left. So for him, Cl- critical race Trump. theory, I remember hearing about that during the Obama administration on Glenn yeah. Beck. Yeah. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was as bad as it yeah. is. Gemini Moon. Gemini Noon makes a good point here. Dem said that when Trump got into office, that it wasn't their president. Chris Wallace didn't push back on the Dems like he should have then. And here's another thing: Joe Biden said that he used Trump's plan in Afghanistan, right? Blamed it on Trump. When have you ever heard Joe Biden use any of Trump's plans, right? So just like they said, critical race theory, Trump. Just like they said, critical race theories was Trump. Afghanistan was Trump. Notice anything that isn't good, they try to blame on Trump. We're not buying it anymore. Sorry, Chris Wallace, but you, you're done. You are obviously compromised. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, want to make sure that y'all go on over to my pillow, mypillow.com forward slash radio specials, or call 1-800-544-8939. Now, let me tell you something. You can just go there. And you can see all of the beautiful things that they have up there, and you can go ahead and buy it. Okay. Or you can use my code, Wayne, and get up to 66% off on your product purchase. So, go, I mean, you can go there and start loading up. Looking I like up, that. Loading up. Load up. I, I mean, like just, 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 uh, pack your cart. Yeah. Like, have like two or three huge carts and then get up close to, up to 66% off. Now, I'm asking you to do it. I'm not begging you to do it. I'm asking you to do it because the products work. We know it for a fact. It works. We want you to get it. And holidays are coming up. And you can get a lot of products for your family members or 
your relatives, your your treat yourself, and your, your dog. Yeah, your dog too. Your dog too. Exactly. So here's a question: If you could have one thing for Christmas for my pillow, what would it be, Hutch? What would it be? Probably a, either the slippers or a slippers robe combination. Oh, I like that. I like the slippers robe. That's the Godfather, man. That's the Godfather. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> That's and, uh, for some for some reason, I I quickly saw him wearing. The robe and the slippers. <laughs> I did too. And I know he doesn't smoke and anymore. The cigar? The cigar. cigar. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. Why? Why would going we out, Going out to get the papers. The papers. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I pictured up in these brown slippers with like this big brown comfy robe and he's smoking a cigar and he's just like, I'm the godfather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I took oh, care yeah. of that thing for you. I took care of that yeah. thing. <laughs> get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> nice. Jimmy Choo bring it. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't got oh. that cool hat. She was okay. ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, get the papers. Apparently, I got to get some lighting in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so what Jonathan says weighted blanket. He wants the weighted blanket. Hey, those weighted blankets are ma- are good, aren't they? They are. They are. So go to MyPillow. Yeah, MyPillow.com. I love the weighted blankets. The mattress topper. I haven't stopped talking about that since I put it on my bed. So, you know, that's... that changes your life. It does. It does. It really does. Real quick, uh, we didn't get to everything, but um, this day in history, in 1950, the FCC gave the okay for CBS to start broadcasting in color. Wow. To the 10 people who had color TV sets in 1950. Yeah, they're um, running the world now, those 10 people. Say, yeah. <laughs> uh, NBC Saturday Night Live debuted with George Carlin. Imagine that. They uh, never have him on now. Bill and Hillary Clinton got married. <coughs> so Bill and Hillary got married today? Oh. Yucky. Why did they get married on Halloween? That's the Demon's Day anyways. They just waited two weeks. Senate confirmation began for Clarence Thomas and Joe Biden was leading the attack. And I remember that. I was a little kid watching Joe Biden sitting up there um, going after um, the uh, the black guy behind the table. In 2000, NASA, NASA launched its 100th space shuttle mission. Captain Kirk is going up this week. And you know what? Honestly, <laughs> I think that's so cool. I, I, I really do. I'm a Trekkie. And for him to get to finally go out in space. Yeah. I, I think that's so cool, y'all. I, I do. And um, 2002, Jimmy Carter wins the Nobel Peace Prize for Middle East peace efforts. So there you go. Uh, never Quit Water. Never Quit Water is also our sponsor. Make sure you go to www.neverquitwater.com. Get your portable machine. I know we talk about it on the show. We want you to get it. It's going to help your life. Is going to uh, tremendously. It's going to help. Uh, it's going to. You can use it in your your kitchen. You can use it on fruits and vegetables and cleaning food and uh, probably probably your meats too and stuff like that. You can do the same thing, right? And here's here's the scary part. Now, this makes your body more alkaline, which means less inflammation. And now we're hearing if you've gotten COVID, uh, COVID can actually stay in your system, I guess, dormant, and then come back out and cause more inflammation. A good way to keep down inflammation is to drink alkaline water. So if you want to keep all that nasty stuff out of your body, the best way to do that is with an anti-inflammatory or something that allows your body not to be inflamed. Because inflammation is the root cause of most 
diseases. So if you're drinking alkaline water, it'll keep the inflammation down. So what other reason would you need to get this product? There you go. There you go. At least check it out. Neverquitwater.com. All right. We're getting ready to do last thoughts. Um, Leah, go. Okay. Uh, hate to hate the down. Okay. I'll just say it. Uh, my sister's brother-in-law is in the air force and he is stationed in New Mexico. He's in New Mexico, forced him to get the vaccine Friday. His heart feels like it's going to explode. He's scared. I don't think anything should ever be forced. I don't think it should be mandatory for our military. I'm really worried for them. So just say a prayer for the brother-in-law. That's all. Thank you. Touch. Well, I hope they start holding those people accountable. The ones that are making it mandatory, they ought to be criminally liable Amen. for anybody that gets hurt. Into that. True. My uh, last thought is we have an opportunity, folks. This Christmas, uh, let's do something different. Let's go back to the past. We've got these cargo ships stuck outside of the West Coast. So, you know, if you just go on Amazon and order something, you're probably not going to get it, especially if you wait until late November or even December to order it. So here's what we should do. We could knock a couple uh, stones, a couple targets with one stone. Let's go out shopping for Christmas this year. Go to your community. Go to your stores that already have stock, especially those that feature uh, products made in the United States. And we could we could bash China's economy, too. You know, I, I mean, I, I think it's an opportunity. We'll see what happens. I like it. Local yeah. shopping. Yeah. And uh, give the finger to the man. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Hey, your local, your local places aren't making you show your vaccine ID to get in. Hopefully not. Mine aren't. I'm only shopping in places that you don't have to show your vaccine. Um, also, also, don't forget. Join our community, our Patreon community, starting off the show. I said that, and I said it again. Uh, your contributions help us broadcast and stay up on a regular basis. Um, at, we also have uh, your names and the running ticker. I have to remember to, I mean, because I have two sets of tickers with our uh, members. So I'll put your members' names right down at the bottom and uh, I run it during the show. These are the people that help us keep the show running. We want to add your name on here too. So patreon.com forward slash WD show. My name is Wayne Dupree speaking for Hutch Bailey Jr. And Leah Bella. We hope that you have a great evening. We'll be back tomorrow on Tuesday. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. 